excellence is better than perfectionism. And all perfectionism is doing is making you focus on the things that you care less about to try to make them impervious to critique. It's a huge distraction and it's a distraction that is baked into so much of our experiences and the culture of academic medicine and public health. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. So I get so many questions along the lines of, ah, how can I work with you? (laughs) You're changing my life and I want more of this. And if you fall into that category and you are a woman of color, faculty member in academic medicine, public health, or allied fields, then just keep listening. Listen, are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3X your productivity, hone your passions into funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you've been to every career development and professional development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you're working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty of all career levels in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support and sustainability. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, our six-month high-performance coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good. So you lead your career with clarity and confidence. You learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. 
Yes, this future is possible for you and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you are ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to join our waitlist at kemidole.com backslash grant. After you join the waitlist, you'll be notified when the next Get That Grant cohort will be enrolling. Your application process will include an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that the career you want isn't really possible. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Join the waitlist today to get in line. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to sign up. Talk to you soon. All right, so I'm on vacation. I'm on a real vacation because the littles are with their grandparents. So truly like we on vacation. And I just started thinking a lot about perfectionism versus excellence. And I decided I really wanted to capture this. And it's funny because as I was thinking, well, I really want to capture this, all of the very things that I wanted to talk about on perfectionism versus excellence popped up for me. So if I'm thinking about recording this, it's likely to be a podcast episode because that is the medium right now that I am um, sharing my creative thoughts. So the things that are coming up, I have other mediums that I use to share my ideas um, for the for the like very specific purpose of helping people, helping the intention, you know, is helping women of color who are faculty members in academic medicine and public health. But I know for a fact that so many more people are helped uh, by my words. And um, so I have a lot of different mediums that I do that in. But I actually only ever have one at a time that is like my actively creative space. So for a while, that was my newsletter. So some of y'all know that, like I was writing that newsletter live twice a month. Um, and for a year, actually over a year, um, and really happy with that. And that's where it was easiest to be creative. And that started to like shift a little bit after doing it for over a year. And I realized that I was kind of more interested in this audio experience, audio video, probably a little bit. And so I moved over to bringing my more like kind of current creative thoughts out through the podcast weekly (laughs) because, you know, high achievers are going to high achieve (laughs) y'all. Like I didn't do see what are seasons, seasons of a podcast. What is that? Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, you know, I grew up, I'm the baby child of the read. Like, I remember they were like, what is this trend of seasons? Like, we don't know what this is. Like, we're just here every effing week for y'all. So that's what we do. So who knows? Maybe that was my like secret inspiration. But yeah, I started the weekly podcast. And I'm so glad that I didn't worry about perfectionism in doing that. Because one, one, I don't know if I would ever have launched this podcast if I was super focused on perfectionism because there's so many things I didn't have quote unquote ready to do so. Um, I think the other thing I probably would have gone and like watched all these courses and all this stuff trying to like make it perfect. Um, I would have been less focused on the content, the actual stuff I was talking about and more focused on the intangibles, the stuff that matters like a whole lot less, like 
the podcast cover. Um, honestly, even the name, like the name, I can't even like the, the podcast name came about after, I mean, I just met up with some friends of mine, you know, they're, they're such wonderful friends. They're all coaches in some capacity, also like the interface in some way, shape or form with academics. So it's just a great mind melt to be a part of because we are all coming from actually pretty different, but different spaces and who we serve and what we do. But like this, the underlying understanding of, you know, working with people in this academic place. The name of the podcast came about because I basically just read, I had written like, oh, this is the podcast description. I just like read the description out loud. And we just started coming up with words. What are the words from the description that stood out? Or like, what are the things? And like, when I tell you, it was, it took like eight minutes too long. It took like three minutes. Like seriously, it was just like, but this, this career, unapologetic. Ooh, this, you're on, oh, duh, your unapologetic career. So all I have to say is that like, I could have been really focused on perfectionism and what kind of name and like, what's the SEO, like search properties and all that stuff. But, but I wasn't. I actually knew already the thing that mattered most to me. And the thing that mattered most to me about the podcast was content. And the reason why I was shifting, I wanted to shift from writing an active newsletter to recording an active podcast is because I actually wanted to be a little bit more unfiltered in my sharing. And what I realized is that when I write, I start out writing very unfiltered, but just the process of editing itself, the process of thinking about the person on the other side who's reading, that the process of doing all of that naturally starts to kind of smooth over the rough edges, right? It naturally creates a more polished picture. And that really served me and that was really important for me. I think early on when I was sharing things that felt more, that felt scary, that felt like, disruptive, right? There was a safety in hiding behind something (laughs) well-written, right? So even though the content is like, wait, what did you just say? (laughs) Did you just say that we can't trust these mentors? (laughs) Like what? So even though that was the content, you know, the polish, the presentation was more polished. And so I felt safer. And then eventually what I realized was like, "Mm, this polishing process, I'm sure it's helpful because Again, it's actually needed in the written form. It's really difficult actually to read something that's all over the place. It's not only difficult, I find it annoying. Do y'all know what I mean? It's like annoying to read something that's like, you needed to take some time to edit this down, my friend. Whereas when you're live listening to somebody and it's more of a conversation, I think that you get some of the intangibles that come with the things that are a little rough around the edges. So my focus on the podcast was not perfectionism at all. It was... It was excellence in what I cared about the most. And what I cared about the most was the content or the words that I was saying, the ideas that I was putting forth. And so that means sometimes I was recording while folding laundry. I don't fold laundry on the regular, just to be clear. Like I'm not very domestic person, but there was a day where I was literally folding laundry and I had an idea and I was like, I'm recording this. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes that meant I was recording like driving multiple times, (laughs) especially in the early episodes. I'm driving, you can tell, all of that stuff. But it doesn't mean that I didn't care about quality and kept kind of, you know, working my way towards that and getting a nice microphone and like recording on my computer where the, you know, where my camera was a little bit nicer for the video clips that we make later, you know, hiring the right help. I have an awesome, 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 awesome 
podcast editor, who's so much more than just an editor, who really helped me kind of like launch everything and keeps it going. Colette McKenzie is her name. Check her out, ColetteMcKenzie.com. And she's great. And, um, and so that helped me kind of get off the ground. And then I was mostly like the majority of time that I've done this podcast up until literally just a little bit over a month ago, I have a full-time job, y'all. <laughs> so, you know, I was recording when I could record outside of regular working hours. And that also meant that it was hard to create like a schedule of recording. And so it just was more of that, like, okay, when I have an idea, I got to jump in. And it also helped me again, be more authentic because that's what mattered to me. So this is really rambly, <laughs> but I feel like it's trying to get to my point, which is that excellence is better than perfectionism. And all perfectionism is doing is it's actually making you focus on the things that you care less about to try to make them impervious to critique, which is impossible, by the way, because it doesn't matter how perfect something is. Somebody will definitely find something to critique about it, including the fact that it's too perfect, (laughs) too polished. Now, what are you going to do? But it's a huge distraction and it's a distraction that is baked into so much of our experiences and the culture of academic medicine and public health, where in so many ways, the expectation is that if you're ever going to stand up and say something, if you're ever going to publish a paper, if you're ever going to propose, write a grant, get a grant, if you're going to do a presentation, you're going to stand up in front of people, sometimes trickles all the way down, right? If you're going to raise your hand in a meeting and make a point, ideally you need to be perfect. Your point needs to be perfect. Your presentation needs to be perfect. Your paper needs to be perfect. It needs to be invulnerable to critique. And that's just not possible. But it's a very strong motivator. And it's a very strong motivator that has a very clear consequence, which is, well, multiple clear consequences. One, stress and anxiety that's not necessary. That's like the big one. That's the one that makes me the most mad because stress and anxiety over trying to make your work not be subject to critique is such wasted energy. It's such wasted energy. Number two, procrastination. It makes sense to procrastinate on doing something that is impossible because I have said this before, it doesn't feel good to set yourself on a course to do something that you know is not possible. It doesn't feel good. And there's a part of you that understands somewhere it's not actually possible for this to be perfect. So it makes sense that when you then set to do that work, you set to write the paper, you set to write the grant, you set to work on the presentation, whatever it is, you don't really want to do it. You set to do the analysis because if your goal somewhere is that it has to be perfect, it has to be the best of 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 the best, then you know it's not really possible. And it's exhausting just to even think about trying to do it. And you think about all the ways that you will go wrong. And so you procrastinate and you don't do it. Notice how that didn't have anything to do with being lazy. You're not. You just used all your energy and worry. Some of you convinced yourselves that that energy and worry was functional or helpful for you in some way. That's a lie. And then you didn't actually do anything. This other thing is at least procrastination. And I think the last thing, which is also really sad and also really frustrates me. So all these things make me upset. (laughs) But the last thing is that it robs you. It robs you of the joy 
and the deep satisfaction that can come with a job well done. Because you've decided that the, you've picked a goal that's not possible. So when you're done, it doesn't even feel that good because all you're doing is thinking about the other ways it could be better, the other things that could be the next thing that you need to do, what this person could say, what that person could say. And even if you've just created the best work of your life, something you're very deeply proud of, the thing that matters the most to you in the work is so good, you rob yourself of the satisfaction because you're either worrying about the other things that aren't perfect, or you actually convince yourself it's perfect. You convince yourself nobody could critique this. You convince yourself it's so good. And then, of course, Bob over there pops up. First question after your talk is some kind of critique that you either didn't think of or can't believe was offered to you given how much you worked to try to avoid that very thing. And so you don't even get to experience the deep satisfaction of a job well done. These are all the reasons why I want us to abandon perfectionism and instead focus on excellence. And I define excellence in a certain way because I think sometimes when we think about abandoning perfectionism, we can be so all or none, oh, high achievers, right? We can be so like just it's black and white, like right, either I won or I did not win, okay? You got the gold medal or you didn't, boo. Nobody cares about your silver, right? Like we're so like that. So sometimes when it's like somebody's asking you, let go of perfectionism, you're thinking, well, I don't want to do trash work. I don't want to have low quality work. And that I I don't either. So in that, we're of one accord. What I'm saying when I say let go of perfectionism is I'm actually saying to embrace excellence. And I define excellence in a way that serves me, that helps me. I do not define excellence as everybody else thinks it's excellent because that's just per- perfectionism in disguise. So that's not helpful. I define excellence that I put my best energy, my best efforts, and my best quality of work into the components of this that I cared the most about, that mean the most to me. That's to me, that's what's excellent. When I can look at it and be like, I gave my all to the part of this work project or whatever that I consider to be the core, the heart, the most important piece, the piece that I want to be able to take forward, then that is excellent work. And my job, once I have done that and built the foundation of excellence, is to make sure that I have appropriately covered the other bases that are required to move the rest of the work forward or to present it or whatever. That's it. And so why does this helpful? One, well, when you put your best work, not your last energy, your best energy, excuse me, not the end of the day energy, the top of the day energy, right? When you put your best mind, your clearest mind, not your tired mind, your ready mind, when you put that towards what you what matters most to you and you see the fruits of that labor and you're like, ah, oh, yes, this is so good. <laughs> this is the part that means so much to me, whatever that is for you, that actually gives you energy for the rest. That deep satisfaction of a job well done gives you energy for the rest of the stuff. And so now you have what you need to check the other boxes, not with the goal of perfectionism, but with the goal of excellence. I don't know, it might sound subtle, but I think 
in experience, it's experientially quite different, quite different. It's the difference between enjoying the work as it goes and then checking some boxes at the end and experiencing a job well done versus imagining all the ways it could go wrong, imagining all of the critique, trying to buttress and defend yourself against all of that critique first, and then getting to what you care about the most at the end, that no longer can ever feel as good or look as good because of this journey you just went on of negativity. And then holding on to things right to the last deadline because it can always be better, it can always be better. And then submitting right before the deadline and feeling like a failure. Literally feeling like a failure because you're still imagining all the ways it could be better. So yeah, maybe it sounds subtle, but the experience is deeply different. And that's what I wanted to share today. That's what came up for me today. And so that's why I'm recording this on my AirPods, on my iPad, where I'm looking at myself like this, but if I look over at the camera, that's like actually looking at the camera. So I'm dealing with the fact that mm, the video clip is gonna look weird because I'm not actually looking at the camera most of the time. The audio might be weird because I'm just like in this random cabin. It's gorgeous though. I didn't make an outline or notes. I just started talking. Why does this feel excellent to me though? Because what matters most to me is the content of what I'm giving you and the fact that it's authentic and the fact that I, my intention, I sought out this medium of communicating with you because I actually wanted to remove some of the polish what I recognize is that none of us are perfect. I'm not. I hope y'all don't think I am because I am not. <laughs> and some of the things that we most need to hear can be best received in the context of imperfection. So here is your imperfectly recorded podcast episode in service of that. Go out and don't be perfect. Divest from perfectionism. Let that shit go. Instead, define excellence for yourself. Spend some time and consider when you look back on the work you did, not anybody else, I don't care about them. You, when you look back on the work that you've done, what do you call excellent? What matters most to you about that work? If you never got a single accolade or recognition, what would you def- how would you define it as excellent? What would make the mark if it, if you could not use any external gold stars, that's what you focus on. You keep that same definition and then you let the cards fall. It doesn't mean that you don't achieve. It doesn't mean that you don't get the awards. It doesn't mean that you don't get the gold stars. It just means that they are bonus. They are not the point. And that makes all the difference. All right, y'all. If this highly imperfect recorded podcast episode was helpful to you, if it was what you needed to hear today, come and find me on my socials. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kemi Dole, K-E-M-I-D-O-L-L. I'd love to hear from you. If you've been listening this far, I'll give you a little nugget, which is that similar to the newsletter, I'm starting to come to what I'm feeling might be the end of this iteration of the podcast of these weekly episodes. 
So if there's something that you really want me to address or talk about, or you're really interested in talking about, then hit me up at the podcast email, podcast at kdolcoach.com. I think that's the right email address. <laughs> Imperfection. Hit me up at podcast at kdolcoach.com and let me know uh, what you want me to talk about. I think the number of episodes are going to be limited or at least in this kind of format, might switch it up and do something a little bit different in the future. But yeah, that's your little nugget for getting to the end. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. And I hope that you know that you are here on purpose. Ignore the noise. Focus on excellence and define that excellence for yourself. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.